0: Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit with Kyle and Drew, but just Drew this week. Because guess what? Kyle's on vacation. I know, big surprise, so it is just Drew this week. And I am coming to you um, by myself, and I'm doing it in the morning, not at late at night. So I'm drinking some coffee. I'm, I'm wide-eyed, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, man. I am ready to go with the spec knowledge. Nah, I'm probably just going to be just as lame as normal. Um, but first, I wanted to let you guys know that uh, some of our fantastic listeners have taken the time out of their day to give us a wonderful um, rating and review on iTunes. First up is Ryan Hodap, who said, great stuff, five-star review. Hey, guys, love this show. It's a podcast I look forward to every week. It's been a long time. I've been a long-time collector and reader, but you guys really rekindled my interest in going after some of the indie books from Image, Vault, etc. Because of you, I was able to snag a heathen number one at a local con and ship it off to CGC. Here's hoping it comes back 9.9 or above. Yeah, we hope so too. Uh, We've heard good things, and uh, I hope that is uh, an option for you. We also got one from Flow Daily who says, five-star review, thanks for all the info. I appreciate the information about specs to look for. Do wish they let us know what to spec on in the current preview solicitations, though, since I pre-order. We've talked about that, uh, Kyle and I, and uh, we're thinking that when when that would be one of our... um, We don't do a Patreon or anything, but when we get to maybe 50 uh, ratings and reviews... Uh, we'll add that to our monthly monthly list. We've talked about that a little bit, so uh, it's something to look forward to. We'll start doing that. Um, but you can help us out. You can help us get there faster. Um, just take take a little time out of your day and give us go over to iTunes, give us a rating and review, um, and and get get us closer to fifty. And then uh, then we'll shut up about it for a while. Uh, I just want to get fifty. I don't know why. It's 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 a weird weird thing I have. Um, uh, but I just want to get to 50 and, um, hopefully I won't start whining around about a hundred after that. I'm going to, I promise. I promise. Just, just give me to 50 and then, then I'll stop talking. Um, we, uh, got a little feedback from some listeners as well. Uh, Wolf wants to know, Hey, I guess no one cares that the champions number nine is a first appearance of a new Marvel character. Um, uh, heroine the Red Locust. Um, I care. Um, I was excited when you mentioned this. I hadn't read My Champions number nine yet, so I rushed out and read it, and it was great. Um, first of all, Viv Vision needs her, own, needs her own series. She she was great in it. It was, it was very Viv Vision-centric. And uh, the Red Locust was a great origin, um, great introduction to that character, Um, I hope she catches on and doesn't get kind of swept away with Marvel's new um, diversity heroes don't sell mantra that we've heard come from uh, Didio and Company. Not Didio. Whoever said that. Um, So we are, yeah, I'm excited about it. Uh, I went and bought an extra copy after I read uh, mine because I liked it so much. So I appreciate the heads up. Wolf and um, uh, keep keep your eye out on that. We didn't. We weren't sleeping on it. Well, uh, kind of. We're sleeping on it. So so thanks for letting us know. Uh, Michael Lamb mentioned that he had just finished reading um, Pestilence Number One, and it was another great debut from AfterShock. He's looking forward to reading Jimmy's Bastards, and a huge thanks for to us for turning him on to the publisher AfterShock. Uh, yeah, yeah, we agree. Um, they do a lot of good stuff, and uh, we it's nice to have uh, that different voice, a different type of, of, of comic coming out. I'm um, really excited about uh, some of the stuff they've been doing. Um, he mentions uh, he totally missed Batman 24, um, and it's now going to the third printing because uh, getting snapped up. And it's—I'm sure it will have a high print run, so I'm taking a wait-and-see approach before I pay fifteen dollars for uh, for it on eBay. Any opinion on the short-term and long-term spec value? Long-term, I don't know. I mean, it's this—the final panel where it's spoilers. If you haven't read um, Batman Twenty Four yet, you might want to zoom ahead a little bit. But um, at, the, at the final page. Batman did propose to Catwoman, uh, ask her to marry him. So that was kind of interesting, got people excited. And uh, it went quickly to a second printing, which I wasn't able to get, and, and then to a third printing with a sketch cover, which I was able to snag, just one, um, just to see um, if I could do anything with that. Because it's a, it's a cool cover of him proposing on the cover. It's It's kind of nice. Um, and as of this recording, DC, DCBS, at least, was able to um, put one on my order. And I think next Wednesday, Comic Shop should be getting those. So I didn't get one from DCBS, but I'm going to go to my local comic shop and see if they have any on the shelf and grab one. So that's that's something. Um, I, w- I would say don't go crazy, but it, it could be something. I, d- I don't know if he's going to – is he going to actually get to marry her? Uh, is this a ploy of some sort? Is this, um, who knows, who knows if this is ever going to actually play out or this will just be a footnote in the future that I'll remember when they were going to get married and then never did. Um, but you know, Tom King's got some cool stories in him. And if, if he's got this, he's pitched this and this has been accepted by editorial and they're going to go forward for a while. I would love to see it. I'd love to see Batman get married, and then um, maybe this has a, a little more legs on it. I I would say I would say no on long term spec value though, and probably more of a short term flip. Because um, as soon as I get my sketch and second printing, I'll probably just take a picture of all three of them together, one two three, and then put them up and sell them that way. Um, but it it is nice. It is a nice nice sketch. Um, uh i was slightly missed when uh Kyle took care of the duties last week and uh you guys noticed i was gone so that was that was nice to get some some feedback on uh on me being gone thank you for that um michael wants to know if i found a 181 a hulk 181 at a flea market while i was on vacation um no i didn't um that would have been that would have been sweet though so i appreciate that Hey, and guess what? Even though Kyle's on vacation this week, the numbers still came out. So, uh, um, I don't have the full numbers yet. I'll save those for when Kyle, but I do have the top 10s. So, when Kyle returns, we'll talk a little bit more about the top 300 sales, but for right now, I can do a little bit of market share and uh, who and, and what the top 10 sellers were. So, um, Marvel won again. Uh, wins the imaginary battle of the big two. So they, um, had 39.9, almost 40% of the units sold. Uh, DC had 30 and image had almost 12. So, um, those three really take care of pretty much, uh, what 80 some percent, uh, almost 80%. I can't add now that's, that's not what that is. That is 72%. So, about three three out of every four almost. So three out of every four are the are those big three, sold, um, and of course with the uh, little lower price point at DC average price point at DC, their um, retail sales market share is a little lower. So it's on at twenty eight percent, Marvel at thirty eight, and Image at ten percent, um, and then all the rest. Uh, it's some combination of IDW, Dark Horse. Boom, Dynamite, Titan, Viz, Valiant, and Oni. Um, those those folks kind of make the uh, the other list uh, able to bubble up over a half a percent or so to make the rest of that, that top 10 publisher sales. Um, May versus last month. Uh, May was a much stronger month than April was, up uh, 16%. Uh, This May was a much stronger May than last year at this time, up 11% or so. Um, And uh, year to date, uh, we are up, as an industry, 0.11% in uh, dollars and almost 9% in units. So there were either a lot of big ticket items selling last year or there are lower, that's probably more like it. The two ninety nine dollars uh, DC comics and such are maybe pushing down the, the dollars brought in. Marvel leads the way, of course, with 99 comics shipped. Um, DC sent 82, but Image wasn't a slacker. They sent 71 to the shops uh, for the month. IDW did almost 60 at 59, um, which is a big number. Um, I think all those, all four of those publishers are publishing too much. Um, you're doing too much. Scale it back a little bit. Uh, nobody can read all that. Uh, you know, even if you cut it in half, you know, leave us wanting more a little bit. It, the market is flooded. Those um, so smaller publishers can't find a foothold because it's just they're drowning, drowning in Marvel DC. And to a lesser degree, but still significant image in IDW. And now, what you've all been waiting for, the top ten. It's another lenticular fiasco, um, probably. So, at rank three and four are Batman 22 lenticular and Flash 22 lenticular. Um, And then the two regular Batman and Flash issues are not in the top ten. But I'm guessing they're in the top 20 or top 15. And I'm sure if you added their sales together, they would be 1 and 2. Uh, we'll find out. And uh, But the official Diamond version of the top 10 gives Secret Empire number 1 the top ranking. Venom 150, the number 2 slot uh the aforementioned Batman and Flash 22s and then uh uh the fifth slot Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout number 1 which I've not even heard of um must be some kind of uh capitalization on the movie and you know that they they either deeply discounted or maybe retailers just you know really really bought heavy I don't I don't know who who wants this but somebody must At rank six, Secret Empire number two. Um uh at rank seven, oh there's the there's Batman twenty-three, which is interesting. Um and at number eight, rank eight is Secret Empire number three. At number nine is All New Guardians of the Galaxy number one, and rounding out the top ten is the Walking Dead. One sixty-seven. So nice to see that thing maintaining its its market share a little bit, sticking in the top ten with all these um, shenanigans going on and multiple covers and old the old Walking Dead still still um, does really well. I like that. I like to see that. But yeah, three. So three Secret Empires, a couple of Batman, a couple of Guardians. kind of dominating the three three titles. That's that's kind of interesting. Um, In the trade uh, top ten, we've got Deadpool, uh, Bad Blood OGN, uh, that took the top spot, Uh, Bitch Planet, volume two, uh, number two, Saga, volume seven, Uh, Wonder Woman, volume two, year one, Moonshine, volume one, at rank five, uh, the Flash, Volume Two, Champions, Volume One, at Rank Seven, uh, Batman Detective Comics, Volume Two, at Rank Eight, The Unworthy Thor, Trade Paperback, takes the ninth spot, and Doom Patrol, Volume One, uh, the New Young Animal launch, rounds out the top ten. So that's kind of interesting. Um, if Kyle's here, we would uh, we would wager on what those those. Uh, numbers are in that top ten. Um, he's not. So I'm going to go with uh, uh, 150,000 for Secret Empire number one. And 145,000 for Venom 150. And, uh, and then, of course, I think both Batman and The Flash, when you add them together, will be uh, above both of them. So we'll see how I did. Um, and you'll remind me next week. Uh, that's it for the top ten until we get those full numbers, uh, and I think that's enough until we scoot. We can go ahead and scoot over to the uh, sneak peek at next week. This is much easier when there's two of us. I will give you that. Uh, for all the grief I give Kyle, it's nice to have a, another person uh, opinion uh, to go back and forth with. It's it's much tougher when you're doing it all by yourself and and have to take a a hard pause. To, to have a sip without uh, anybody else talking. Ah, sweet, sweet coffee. Um, from Dark Horse this week, these are comics releasing June 21st. Uh, the From Dark Horse this week, uh, of course, Black Hammer. I'm really enjoying this. It's uh, one of my favorite comics coming out each and every month. And a top-of-the-stack read for me. Um, these are... All first appearances uh, by these characters. This is an IP. So if you have been reading this all along and you're collecting this, this is going to be a nice run. Um, if if Jeff Lemire, you know, loves telling these stories, a la um, Kurt Busiek and Astro Cities, Astro City, maybe he does this for a long time. And, you know, as maybe sales will trickle and increase, it, and you will be have been on the ground floor. Maybe. I'm not promising anything because Astro City's uh, old, old issues aren't really worth that much. Um, but it, it's a great read. So uh, always good to pick up and trade if you haven't been checking that out. I think you really enjoy that. Uh, over at DC, uh, we've got uh, a new story arc from Aquaman. Uh, Underworld Part 1, uh, it's an extra-sized anniversary issue because they hit the number 25. woo Um And I think uh, they're doing the same thing with Batman 25. They're going to call that The War of Jokes and Riddles Part 1. Also an extra-sized anniversary issue. Um so even though it's bi-weekly and even though they're holding the line at two ninety nine, dollars these are all extra-sized extra-dollar. Um, let's see here. Uh, extra-sized Green Arrow 25 perhaps? perhaps? Uh, let me see if the price went up. Yep, price went up to $3.99, so it must be large as well. Um, is it a new story arc? It is. Broken Arrow Part 1. So... Green Arrow is an anniversary issue. And Green Lanterns is an anniversary issue. Lost in F- Space Part 4. <laughs> Which is kind of weird. Not a, not a jumping on point. Um, is anybody else... Oh, there's Superman 25. Let's see if they're doing one. Yeah. Extra size finale for Superman 25. Uh, that's finishing up a story arc. Adding a buck. Um, and so those four, this, this, um, this week turn 25 and, uh, are going to cost you an extra dollar. We'll see. I haven't heard any outrage about this or any scuttlebutt. So we'll see if, uh, if the people are up in arms as we hit the 25 mark for some other comics in the next, in the coming weeks, if, uh, they continue this trend. Um, that is kind of annoying. Uh unless there's really nice extra extra pages in there for some reason, but you know, exercise could be what five pages. Not really worth it. Uh, another issue of Supersuns. Um I wish this was a bi bi monthly. I wish it was just coming out a little faster. Um this is this is a really good read. I like it a lot. Um Wildstorm fives, really good. I've been enjoying this as well. Uh, the only number ones are a couple of uh, Looney Tunes crossovers. We've got Lobo Roadrunner Special Number One with a uh, Wily Coyote and Lobo. Um, I'm not sure if that'll, you know, do anything for you. Is there another one coming coming out this week? I thought I saw. This is where I'd have Kyle would jump in and, and help me out. I just see the logo. The Lobo and uh, hmm, that's it. Oh wait, a minute, there's Wonder Wonder Woman, Tasmanian Devil. Um, so the Wonder Woman, Tasmanian Devil, Devil crossover as well. And These are five dollar books, by the way. So, um, DC's not uh, not exempt from the occasional price gouge, um, which I I find annoying. Oh, I like all comics to be two dollars. <laughs> 299, but you know, what are you gonna do? I see nothing else in DC that's of note. Um, I'm sure I missed something. Um, let's see, IDW, usually a swing and a miss. Let me give him a glance. I'm seeing nothing there. Uh, back to image, down back down to image. We've got crosswind number one. Uh, this is this is a big one. This is Gail Simone and cat Cat stags. Uh, this is, I think this is the first Gail Simone image book um, and it's a new ongoing until it's not. Uh, a slick and ruthless Chicago hitman, a smart but downtrodden Seattle housewife. When an inexplicable event strikes these two random strangers, their bodies, souls, and lives are switched to potentially deadly effect. It's Freaky Friday meets Goodfellas. What's not to love about that, huh? Sounds pretty good. So check that out, uh, Crosswind. Uh, I, I'm really excited about that. Um, I went hard, hard, and heavy, and I think I think it'll be good. Uh, they also were doing a Pride Month variant uh, for that, but it wasn't really that impressive didn't like the cover that well uh, let's see we've got uh god country number six you're still reading that this finishes the, the miniseries which we thought was an ongoing which is now a miniseries or maybe you guys knew it was a miniseries all along i did not uh we got uh girl scouts magic socks went to a second printing for its first issue uh, I wasn't that impressed with it. It was kind of weird. So I, I, I'm i not going to be checking any more of those out. But the second issue is also out. And it does have a Bill Sinkevich cover for the Cover B. Um, so I missed the boat on that. Uh, I do like Sinkevich covers, and uh, a lot of people do. So uh, that might be worth checking out. Um, so skip the Pride Month cover and try to get that Cover B Sankovich cover uh, for Girl Scouts Magic Socks Number Two. Um, Let's see what else we got here. Old Guard Five. um, It's Pride Month. uh, Not that impressive either. Uh, Plastic. Its issue two went to a second printing, and its in its third issue is also out with an A and B cover. Rednecks number Redneck number one went to a third printing. Redneck number two went to a second printing. It's out this week. Royal City Four comes out. Um, s- this strong debut, uh, and I'll be honest, I haven't finished uh, three yet. So check that out. And everyone's excited about the shirtless bear fighter. This was uh, written by Jody LaHoop. And Sebastian Gurner, with art by Neil Vendrell and a cover by Andrew Robinson. Shirtless beider, shirtless bear fighter uh, tells the story um, of after being betrayed by the bears that raised him. The legendary shirtless bear fighter wanders the forest he's sworn to protect. Fist fighting bears, eating flapjacks, and being the angriest man in the world, angriest man in the world has ever known. When wide-eyed, super-strong bears attack the citizens of Major City, Shirtless ventures into the human world to do what he does best, punch those bears in the face. But all is not as it seems. Someone is manipulating Shirtless, and only by confronting the demons of his past can Shirtless hope to save his future. Uh, a, heart f- f- a heart-filled, hilarious tale- tall tale for all ages. You don't want to miss Shirtless Bear Fighter. So his first name is Shirtless. His last name is Bearfighter, and he fights bears with his shirt off. So there you go. What is not to love about that? Um pretty stupid. Um probably a one-note joke, but um your mileage may vary on that. There are three uh, independently orderable covers, A, B, and C. As well as the triple X cover, uh, which is like a one in twenty five or something like that. Uh, it was it was too pricey. And it was like I don't know, it might have been like twenty bucks through DTBS or something like that. It was it was expensive, so I didn't get it. Um, but if you can get a deal at your LCS or elsewhere, um, then that's that's the probably the one to have. Uh, that that would probably be the hot one. Um let's see Marvel is offering a lot of a lot of Secret Empire tie-ins. Doctor Strange, Captain America. Um we've got what else is? Uh, Secret Empire Brave New World, number two, Secret Empire Underground, number one. Uh is that all the Secret Empire tie-ins? Oh, U.S. Avengers 7, the Secret Empire Um, tie-in. One of their big number one releases, if I've lost it already, but I'm excited about it. Oh, there it is. Peter Parker's Spectacular Spider-Man number one. This is written by the great Chip Zdarsky with art by Adam Kubert. Um, Pretty good one, two punch. Uh, If you like the Chip Zdarsky humor. Um, and if that's, if he's unleashed and allowed to do what he wants to do, um, it could be kind of absurd, uh, it could be a little out there, but it, if you liked Howard the Duck in that sensibility, I think you, you'll, you'll probably like that same writing style. Um, I'm going to definitely give this a shot. I, I, I like Chip Zdarsky, so, um, and, and Adam Kubert's art is fine with me, so, um, For those of you unfamiliar, Spider-Man returns to the friendly neighborhood. The web-slinging, wall-crawling wonder returns to New York in this all-new title, a companion series to the best-selling amazing Spider-Man. Peter Parker is going back to basics for big heroics in The Big Apple, featuring adversaries old and new. Be there as Spider-Man returns to his friendly neighborhood for his never-ending battle against crime and the dreaded Parker luck. They spelled it Draded Parker Luck. That's okay. Uh, it's a five-dollar book, and you know. So to, to be fair, that's that's annoying. Um, but that's that's the Marvel method. Number ones, jack them up a little bit. Final issues, jack them up. Anniversary issues, jack them up. Uh, add a page, jack them up. Yeah, you know, that's what they do. So, uh, but yeah, check out uh, Peter Parker. Looks to be only one regular independently orderable cover. I'm sure there are plenty of incentive covers. And uh, our good friends over at Cowabunga have shared that incentive list. Uh, and I haven't got a chance to comb through that Excel file, it's very lengthy with all the fun different permutations of, you know, buy 90% of your purchases of amazing to get uh, one, one in 25, blah, blah, blah so complicated. I don't know how you do it. You have a graphing calculator or something like that to be able to figure out exactly how to buy an incentive variant from Marvel. It's confusing. Um, But I'm sure there's plenty of them, so check those out uh, wherever you buy comics. Uh, Let's see. We've got some Star Wars titles, Darth Maul, uh, Doc Afra, Trade Paperback, and uh, Poe Dameron Annual. First, the first annual, as well as a Podamarin, uh trade paperback. Uh, there is a new uh, Weapons of Mutant Destruction, number one, written by Greg Pak with uh, Mah- Mahmud Azrar on art and a Pasqual Fairy cover, which is pretty sweet-looking, um, but it's about the Weapon X program being back. Another five dollar book from Marvel. So, hop on if y'all if you're into that. Um, they have some really cool uh, WMD covers. So check check those out. But five bucks a piece. That's kind of all I see from Marvel. Uh, there's there's a ton of stuff. Of course they put out a ton of stuff. So so check that out. Um. Let's see in the back half of previews, as we look down through here, we've got the twenty-first issue of Archie. They've been chugging along, really, um, haven't had any delays in Archie that I I can recall. Uh, it's been coming out well, not like the other Archie titles. After a afterlife with Archie and um, Riverdale seemed to skip a, a month or so, and that uh, Sabrina took. Man, I think they only put one out in a year. It was it was awful. Uh, we also have the final issue of The Deep. Um, this uh, is a Tom Taylor all-ages title. Uh, it's also an animated series on Netflix. It's a undersea submarine exp- uh, family adventures type of thing. It, it, it was pretty good. I like it. I'm looking forward to see how this ends. And I, I, I'm, I'm assuming there'll be more because they're there, there have been before so this is these are kind of reprints uh see forever war if you're reading that one it's fifth of sixth issues fifth of a six issue miniseries is out uh there's a hatchet uh number zero from james Kahorick and andrew magnum uh which is uh a sketch cover that you can purchase through uh, American Mythology, but it's a thirty dollars book to get a, a sketch, a hand drawn sketch. If you're into hatchet, thirty dollars worth of hatchet. Anyway, uh, let's see. The sixth issue of Jackpot um, is out. Marry Me Number Six comes out. Normals Number Two, I believe that's an aftershock title. Uh, sixth Red Sonia. Uh, we have that first Sword Quest, um, which we talked about the Zero issue a while ago. Um, but this is for a lot of covers here um, for you Atari. Aficionados, um, there's a there's a classic game cover. It looks like the Atari 2600 game, which is kind of cool. Um, so uh, very kind of a nostalgia book, but uh, we'll see how they do. Uh, from Alterna Comics, uh, this is another dollar comic uh, on newsprint. Uh, the Chair Number One, written by Peter Simeti with art by Kevin Christensen and Peter T- Samedi. Well, Richard Sullivan spent 10 years on death row for a crime he claims he never committed. Lately, inmates are being brutally murdered by the warden and his guards. Will Sullivan escape before it's too late? Now a motion picture starting the legendary Roddy Piper. <laughs> Printed in Newsprint. newsprint. Uh, legendary? I don't know. Um, so there's the chair number one from Alterna. Uh, we, we support them. Uh, we like their price point and uh, hope their stories are good. Uh, that's about all I see from the back half. Um, I, of course, am uh, hot and heavy for the, uh, the image book uh, Crosswind from Gail Simone. Um, if you can find... Uh, That shirtless bear fighter. I think there'll be some. uh, It'll be an oddity that people pick up. I don't know that it'll have any staying power. uh, But I think the quick flip. Is that. That uh, incentive variant. For shirtless bear fighter. If you can find that. Um, Get that Sienkiewicz Girl Scouts. Magic socks number two. Uh, um, I think that. That's going to have some value. And. uh, But hopefully crosswind is a big deal and it takes off and does well. And uh that might be a short or long term flip. Uh who knows. Uh I'm sure there is something in DC happening with all these 25 anniversaries they're doing something special. Um I don't know what they are. So take a che- take a look at those. Go over to previous world and check these out. Check all these out and uh let let us know what what we missed. And uh like like uh like Wolf Warner did um, with the first appearance of Red Locust in Champions number nine, um, I mean that that was a real a real gem. I, I really enjoyed reading that, and it it not only was a good read, but it also had a first appearance of a character who may or may not take off down the road and could have value. So um, we thank you for for we're all in this together. We appreciate the uh, the sharing of information. And we, we take that constructive criticism and the way to get better is to, uh, is to maybe add that, that monthly previews uh, re- roll-through where we just kind of reinforce it each week, but when, when the new previews comes out that we've spent some time with it uh, going over what, what could be the next big spec. Uh, and so we're, we're, we're going to be in talks, Kyle and I, with, about doing that. To try to make uh, our show a little better, and uh, we we uh, we appreciate the the feedback. Um, tell you with with only one person, uh, there's not a lot of back and forth. These these episodes are short and sweet, and uh, we're at the end. So please uh, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, um, send us an email, comics for fun and profit at gmail. If you have anything, um, we've got an ask of retailer. Segment coming up in a future episode uh, that our good friends at Cowabunga are going to be chiming in on from a listener, uh, Julie from VIP, who sent in a great, a great question about uh, the waning interest of of eBay and what's going on over at eBay, and uh, you know a lot of us f- spec flippers—that's what that's what we use so. Uh, this could have some interesting connotations. I wanted to get the retailers to take first, and then Kyle and I will weigh in on that um, in a future episode. So there's something to look forward to, um, as well as the, the the top 300 sales numbers, which we should see um, on our next episode. Uh, the The Drew and Kyle alternating vacation schedule takes a little break for two weeks, I think. I think Kyle and I are both on for the next couple of episodes, and then it's July Fourth weekend, where I believe we're both out of town. So uh, that episode might either be delayed or skipped altogether. We'll let you know when we get closer to it how we're going to do that. Um, but uh, if that's it, I guess that's it. I don't have anybody to ask if that's all they if that's all they have. So hey, thanks a lot for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you later.